Hello, hello. This is Rome Williams coming with the Tennessee Progressive League Minute. Um, basically, a new thing I'm trying to do, uh, getting more more outreach, more back and forth with the community. Um, I figured it would be a good thing to do. Podcasts are big right now. Everybody's into them, and uh, I like them. You know, I find, find them pretty informative. This won't necessarily be a full-throated podcast, as it were, more like a more like a uh, a feature. Um, now, if it is popular, perhaps this will be something in the future that will become a more prominent feature. But for now, it's just something that you know I felt like I needed to speak on um, because it's something that that I felt needed to be addressed for a while. Um, it's just sort of annoying, so I figured, you know what, I'll address it. And maybe it's something that a lot of people don't even realize they do. Um, I know at certain times in my life, there's probably been things or phrases that I've used or said that I didn't realize had an implicit bias in them. And so today we're just going to talk about our vocabulary, specifically the term ghetto. I know most people, when they think of the term ghetto, they think of either a place or some people even use it almost like a verb. Um, the thing is, though, if you actually look at the definition of what a ghetto is, and you could go to, like, for instance, dictionary.com, it would say a section of a city, um, especially populated slum area inhabited predominantly by members of a specific ethnic or minority group, often as a result of social pressures or economic hardships. And usually when they try to give a historic example of this, they would talk about during World War II how Jewish people were forced into what was called the ghettos, which, if I'm not mistaken, was the origination of that term. I know in America... A lot of times when we think of the term ghetto, we don't think of that. We think of actually minorities in America um, that live in poverty. And a lot of times when we're having this thought, it's almost with a, a judgmental bent to it. Um, and that's something that I think most people do because of lack of education. Uh, they think this is something people have chosen for themselves not necessarily something that has been enforced either directly or indirectly by policies and procedures of multiple governments around the country, um, from the federal to, to local governments. And that's a big part of it, of why you see certain minority groups or certain ethnic groups living in depressed areas of the city. It's not necessarily a situation of like, oh, well, you know, they don't try to make their situation better, so that's why they're there, um, which I think is what a lot of people will basically fall back to when they think of it, and it's easy to do that because then that takes away any culpability that we might have in alleviating that situation or removing that situation because you have to remember at all times the ghetto a ghetto is a political construct. It's something that's been created by policy, by procedure, by selective law enforcement to basically create an area 
where these people are deemed that that's where they're supposed to quote unquote be. Um, and that type of thinking is something we definitely have to get rid of. If you look at how many situations have occurred with uh, police incidents with minorities, just based on the fact of, okay, this is not the area that I assume you should be in. So therefore I'm going to proceed thusly. So that's basically the gist of what I'm saying. We just have to be more critical in our thinking. When something is a certain way, rarely, rarely is it just that way because it's that way. There's usually other factors that go into it. And I'm just saying, you know, be aware of that. Um, Be inquisitive. If there is a specific area of town that's underdeveloped and has more crime, don't necessarily assume that's because the people that live there have created that situation or fostered that situation. I mean, actually look into it, dig into it. Um, Along these lines, I will have a series of posts like this dealing with microaggressions. Um, I have an interview set up that uh, has actually been completed, just have some editing to do with a gentleman and he's going to talk about his experience with microaggression, seeing them as a, as a white person that was in a position where he had to um, sort of enact certain things that, you know, were basically at the root of it. What we now would recognize as being microaggressions against uh, certain groups of people for whatever reason. Um, but that's just something that we have coming down the pipeline as well. Um, also, I want to do a series in regards to um, the Red Summer, which uh, was something that happened in this area, the uh, Tennessee Valley area. Well, really around the whole country, but it was in the uh, summer of 1919. And uh, I'm doing some research now trying to get all my all my um, I's dotted and T's crossed to sort of do a series in, in regards to that. So that's just what we have coming up. Uh, I appreciate you taking time to listen. This was um, Tennessee Progressive League just wanting to have a little dialogue about, you know, making sure we use words and we know what we're conveying when we use those words. Because sometimes you hear something for so long and you just have it as a term that you use and you never actually take the, you know, a minute to think, what does this choice of word actually mean? What does this choice of word actually convey? So that's something that, you know, we just want to be cognitive of and going forward, just try to do better. Um, Once again, I appreciate you guys taking the time to talk to me, listen to me rather. And um, I'll try to make this a more frequent feature. Um, I don't know if, you know, it's going to be something people appreciate or enjoy, but uh, I look forward to hearing feedback in regards to that. And I know that there's a a pretty, you know, big audience of uh, varied levels of professionalism as far as like uh, what has what you've achieved in your careers or uh, practical knowledge. So that's definitely something I want to try to tap into in the community and see if there's other people that, you know, could bring insight on certain situations that, you know, possibly no one else has experienced and just, you know, be able to have a platform where different voices can be heard. Because once again, if if you don't know, you don't know. So that's what this is mostly about. Just trying to make sure everyone has a chance 
to get their viewpoint out um, and be heard as far as things that they have to deal with in day-to-day life that are just accepted um, even though they're wrong. And that's something I'm really uh, looking forward to hearing from you guys and things of that nature. But once again, thanks for listening. I won't hold you any longer. I appreciate your time. Thank you for supporting the Tennessee Progressive League. And going forward, all the podcasts for Tennessee Progressive League will also be featured on the uh, NovillePodcastNetwork.com website. So that's also something that uh, if you guys would like to support, I would appreciate it. Thanks.